Yes, yes, Casanovians. Hope you're well. Um, so yeah, I wanted to... Uh, let me just assume the position. I wanted to give this one a, a Casanovian hyperbolic title because I thought, well, I don't know how many women I've actually cold approached because I started essentially at 13 years old when I was cold approaching people for magic. So in my rich tapestry so far... I think that's a fair appraisal, 705,347. Um, but I've been wanting to make a video like this for a long time, which is my documentation of what I've actually learned by being involved in this world of coal approach. So uh, I wrote... I <laughs> put my fucking teeth back in. I've created a list. I've, I've compiled a list of around 23 lessons of what I've learned on my journey so far. And I just want to share this list with you. Um, and hopefully by listening to this list, you're going to be inspired to embark on your own journey of personal renaissance. Maybe you've been in the game for a while, you've got rusty, you lost your affection for the game, and you just need some kick up the ass motivation, whatever it is. I, I don't know why people listen to these live streams, but I enjoy doing them. But anyway, whatever, whatever position you currently find yourself in, I want this live stream to help you on your journey towards masculine excellence. Um, so let's let's just dive straight into it. Um, so the first thing, right? The first thing that I've learned after cold approaching a shitload of women is conviction is king, right? Conviction is king. So hopefully you boys watched the video that I made with Mark. Hopefully you boy saw that video from yesterday. In that video, we speak about the notion of going all in, yeah, playing to win rather than playing not to lose and understanding that going halfway with half a heart only digs a deeper grave. So if you're going to go over and do something super ballsy, then you want your words to be congruent with your actions, right? This is one of the biggest epiphanovas that I've had on this journey so far like, if you're going to approach a beautiful woman, then there's no time to be tepid. There's no time to be lukewarm with your compliment, right? Like, a mindset that I install into my clients is this notion of Armageddon approaching. Yeah, imagine for some unknown reason, the world is about to end. And this is the last approach you're ever going to do in your life, right? That type of mindset will set you free because that's what going all in is about, right? Leaving nothing on the table, blowing that beautiful woman away with your hard-hitting compliments. So I'm talking about using hard-hitting adjectives to convey your conviction. So you look amazing. You look beautiful. You look incredible. You look so good. You look fucking amazing. Like really allowing the women who you're speaking with to feel that desire within you. Yeah, I've, I've made the point before. Men want to feel powerful. Women want to feel beautiful. Everyone wants to feel important. And to quote Zan Perion, beauty needs a witness. Yeah, that is, that is your greatest gift. That is our greatest gift that we can give to women. It's to speak to her biology rather than her psychology. Yeah, biology runs deeper than psychology. So when you're communicating with women on this, I've seen you, I appreciate you and I want you to feel my unapologetic adoration. Like she's feeling that in deeper recesses, 
right? She's not just she's not just taking that in with her thinking brain. Like you're penetrating the bullshit, and you're speaking to her spirit, right? That's what you're doing when you're going all in. And you don't lose anything, right? You don't lose anything by going all in with your compliments. Like part of Mark's resistance to go all in with his compliments was he he perceived a greater risk. And I do appreciate as well that if if you're new to cold approach and this notion of going all in, it, it might feel out of bounds to you right now. And I do understand that. Um I think this is more for guys who have got skin in the game, right? So you've overcome that initial resistance. You can approach girls. You can have conversations. But you really want to take your game now. I don't, I don't like using the terminology, but just so we actually know what we're speaking about. You want to take your game to that supernatural, superstardom level. Then it's about abandoning the nonsense, right? Stop going over to girls and being like, hi, excuse me. I just saw you. You look really nice. You look kind of cute. You look nice. You know what I mean? Like... These, these tepid adjectives dilute the conviction of our compliments. So that's the first thing that I've realized. Yeah, on this journey so far, the, the more all-in you go with your approaches, the better the response, the better the feedback, and above all else, the better you feel about yourself. Like, there's... You, do, you ever play, do you ever play football or soccer? Yeah, well, you know, like, when you're playing football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, you know when you hit a volley, like super sweet, and it just flies off your boot into the top corner? That's the feeling that we're chasing when we're going out and complimenting women, right? It's this sensation, right? That's the, sensa that's the sensation. It's like you, you deliver the compliment, it lands perfectly, and that's how you create these cosmic connections with the feminine. Do you know what I mean? And it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel staged as well. And that's one of the issues with cold approach. Your conversations can often feel somewhat artificial because you are doing a lot of reps, yeah? Especially in the early days, I say it takes about 100 cold approaches to get yourself into the game. But the conversations can start to feel repetitive and robotic. So by, by conditioning yourself to treat every approach as independent of each other and just saying... And that might mean... That might actually mean doing less approaches, but focusing more on quality over quantity. Do you know what I mean? I think guys have got this weird affiliation in this space. They think the more approaches they do, the better they're going to get. That can be true to an extent because you need that exposure. You need that reference experience. But if you're just doing the same thing and you're doing the same thing wrong repetitively, like you're, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yeah, like I'll meet guys and they just say some like ludicrous bullshit like, oh, you know, call approach doesn't work. I've done 5,000 approaches and got nowhere. And it's like, bro, you don't have the social intelligence or the emotional mastery to recognize that you suck in some way. And that's okay. But you need to actually be able to get feedback and audit yourself. If you're doing the same thing wrong over and over again, like it, it gets ingrained into muscle memory, right? Like you're just going over the same girl. You're becoming, you're becoming an approaching machine. Just thinking that all you need to do is say, say things you've heard someone else say, and you're going to get the results that someone else got. You don't understand the nuances, and that's why you suck. It's not just about the it's not about the words that you're saying, it's who's saying it. It's it's how you're delivering it. Are you actually connecting with her emotionally? Are you blowing her away in those first three seconds? That's what that's that's the first lesson. Conviction is king. And I think that's a super practical thing that anybody can improve. 
this coming week, whether you are, like, even if you are a beginner, though, as well, do you know what I mean? Like, even if you are a beginner, if you did have, um, like, if you had a gun pointed to your head and someone said, listen, bro, first approach, you just need to blow this, like, you would be able to do it, right? It's, it's this all this bullshit and nonsense and resistance we put in our way. It's like we, we feel as though we almost have to earn the right to be good, you know what I mean? It's like, who gives a fuck if it's your first approach or your 1,000th approach? Blow that woman away. You can do it. You're just, you're just feeding on your own bullshit. So that's only the first lesson. That's only the first epiphanova. Boys, I think this live stream is going to go on for at least an hour because I've got some serious sauce to share. But that's the first one. Conviction is king. Write this list down as well so you actually remember it. Also, my voice is getting sketchy. So if I like perish midway through this live stream... R.I.P. Um, okay, this, the, the second epiphanova is structure is good at the start. Yeah, so if you're completely new to cold approach, it's okay to have that structure. It's okay to be riding the bike with the stabilizers on at the start, but just don't get stuck there, right? The, the mantra that we spoke about yesterday is learn day game, but don't become a day gamer. Yeah, you don't want to get, you don't want to get stuck in that preordained pickup paradigm where you just sound like every other guy and no evolution is taking place yeah like having that structure at the start it's okay if you are going over to girls and being like hi i just saw you and i just wanted to say you look really good it, it's okay it's okay if you have that if that admiration is becoming imitation at the start but you need to have an end game strategy with that you know what I mean? Like you have to take the stabilizers off at some point. You have to take the armbands off and and test your capabilities to actually swim in that deep blue sea. Do you know what I mean? So structure is good at the start. Like when I was when I was starting this, you know, I was writing shit down. I was I was creating like these little documents of things that I could bring into my conversations just because I was scared of running out of things to say. Um, it, it made it easier for the girl as well. Like, yeah, it made it easier for me, but it also made it easier for the girl to carry a conversation. If I, if I already had some conversational ammunition, like if I already had open questions that I could say, so like if I wanted to segue into the topic of travel, I would just say something like, you look well-traveled. And then regardless of what she said, I would just respond with, if you could wake up tomorrow and be anywhere in the world, where would it be? And then she'd say something and I would just say, why? Yeah, like saying like, why is the best I guess it is an open, yeah, just just asking people why, like, you don't want to just become, like, the why parrot, <laughs> but, like, asking people why is one of the best questions you can ask during your cold approach conversations, because then you start to hit the deeper recesses of connection, and also you get people to question their own beliefs and actually dig deeper below the surface, like, that's how we create more of that deep rapport with girls who we just met, it's, it's speaking to their spirit, you know, like finding out who this person is, why she thinks the things that she does, like, who is she? What does she believe in? Like, why would you want to wake up in, uh, uh, fucking, where, where would it be an abstract place to wake up in? Um, maybe Islamabad. <laughs> why would you choose to wake up in Islamabad? That's niche as fuck that. <laughs> Excuse me, you, uh, you look like the sort of girl who wants to wake up in Islamabad. Should we go there? Tail for two? Gummy bears. Um, but no, just asking people why, like, why do you think that? Why would you want to do that? Oh, London is the best city in the world. Like, why do you think that? Like, but, but having that structure, it's super useful at the start. But if you feel as though you're someone now who's sounding like a pickup robot 
and girls, uh, you just gain that, that vibe, that girls feel as though you've said this shit before. Like, sometimes you can come across as too polished, right? Like, I, I've had these occasions where I've been with a girl and I've said something to try and, like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, tr- I've, like, said something to, like, trying to, to get, like, make, increase her attraction towards me. Like, this was in the early days. You know, like, saying something like, oh, if I say this thing, hopefully she'll like me more. And the girl would just smell the bullshit. Girls are the OG of game, right? Girls are the OG of game. And they just look at me and be like, you sound as though you've said that before, or you sound as though you rehearsed that. And I'll be like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, little fucking document drops out of my pocket. <laughs> Best next to use. Um, but yeah, structure's good at the start, but I learned that at some point, you need to remove the stabilizers. And that might just mean that, yeah, your conversations might suck a little bit, or might you might think they suck, but it allows for more organic connections. When you remove the structure, you, you get rid of all of this nonsense, all of this bullshit, like, oh, you're from France. When I think about France, I think about, you know, and like thinking that you need to like make all these assumptions. Your guy's like, oh, never ask girls too many questions. It's all about assumption stacking. It's like, no, it fucking isn't. You don't know what you're talking about, you prick. Like just a few questions, mate. Do you know what I mean? Just like, oh yeah, you look fucking amazing. What are you doing today? Cool, we should go out for Mai Tais at some point. That's basically like all you need. Like, if your conviction is there and you blow her away and she just likes you, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, like, having the good conversation skills, having the chat, 100% have that shit. But, yeah, I found that really, it just comes down to blowing her away within those first few seconds. Um, I think just having faith in your own capabilities as a human being. One sec. I'm just going to get a drink of water because my throat feels as though it's like the Sahara. niche also like the live stream as well I've, I've actually dropped so much sauce most people are charging money for this be like oh yeah you know i'm dropping my new course you know it's gonna cost like 997 dollars get it it's like fuck you you prick going all the way for free so yeah um like the live stream show your appreciation don't just be another mindless consumer who doesn't even interact with the fucking content i'm giving you this shit for free so i appreciate it by pressing your thumb on a button <laughs> Um, all right, the, the, the third epiphanova that I have, um, or that I had, I like sentences like these, they're pretty clickbait, aren't they? The secret, the secret to success with women. Um, but uh, anyway, the, uh, bro, like the fucking live stream. I've told you to like the live stream. No one's liked the live stream yet. Press the like. It takes two seconds. Jesus. Um, the secret to success with women is having as much fun as possible. So internal state equals external reality. So this is actually a recent epiphanova that sometimes I need to be reminded of. Hey, people are fucking liking the live stream now. Thanks, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, this epiphanova, I think if I'd have heard this like maybe a year ago when I was sucked into like the red pill way of thinking, you know, like the whole, oh, mucks, mucks, uh, like looks, money, status, whatever. If someone said to me, bro, you just need to have more fun. I'd been like, nah, fuck you, you prick. And I, I need to acquire materialistic trophies and I need to be this high value man and think that, you know, I'm whatever. Um, but really like girls just want to have fun, right? Like girls just want to have fun. It doesn't mean that you're going to become some like stand up comedian. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that, but it's, it's reconnecting with that child inside of us, right? Internal state equals external reality. 
if you're just if you're just laughing your way through, like you know when you you've just been sat around a table with your friends in a Weatherspoons and you've just been belly laughing the whole night, and then you see a girl that you want to speak to, like bro, there is no resistance at that point. It's like the laughter provides this cloak of immunity. You know what I mean? Like when when my energy is so high and I'm just feeling connected with that child inside of me, it's like I feel as though I can take so many emotional hits from the feminine. Yeah, but if you're starting off on a, on a low a low aura state, yeah. So if you're not getting enough social interactivity throughout your day to day life, if you're not having fun, if you're not connecting with like minded people, you you can just have a laugh with and do stupid shit with, right? Like if you're not enjoying yourself, you are gonna drastically struggle with women. Full stop. Like if if you think that like having success with women is 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 being this like super stoic guy who stands at the bar with like the imaginary lats between his legs, like never showing any emotion because you've been told that by people online who are just trying to sell you courses to be a high value man and you've been brainwashed by the brain dead. Dude, wake the fuck up, right? Like that's not that's not how the real world works, right? That is not how the real world works. Like the, the conversations that I have with my guys in the entourage, like they know guys who I don't know. Uh, one of my guys who's um, parading through South America at the moment, like the stories that he shared with his good friends, he's like, you know, the, the people that I spend time with, like these guys, they're not good looking. They don't have that much going for them. But what they have in abundance is this carefree childlike spirit where women just gravitate towards them because they have this lust for life. Yeah, a man who loves women is loved by women. And I would say a man who loves life is loved by life. Yeah, a man who loves people is loved by people. That That's like this. I think that's the secret to all of this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we can talk about looks maxing. I think we can talk about um, just, you know, blowing them away with conviction. Like, I think we can talk about all that shit and, you know, that'd be fun. But really, I think at the essence, it's it's just that human desire to connect and and become a source of pleasure for people, you know? Like, the way that I view myself, like... I like this notion of like the abstract alpha. I don't like the word, the term alpha. It's all, all the labels are cringy, but just so I can try and like package it into a, an understandable concept, like this like notion of the abstract alpha where it's like, you're, you're just finding fulfillment in so many things. You know what I mean? Like you're not definable by one bracket. Like you're not just you're not just like the business guy. You're not just like the gym guy. You can like amalgamate all of these different archetypes and bring them together into one phantasmagorium of excellence, right? And I think that's it. it's like <clears throat> this violent differentiation. Do you know what I mean? Becoming so wickedly unique that the world can't categorize you, but like at your core is this this lust for life. You know, what I mean, just just making people feel good, and that might just mean smiling more, or watching some comedy, or spending time around people whose approach to life you want to emulate. Do you know what I mean? It's like, when was the last time that you actually laughed? Like, when was the last time that you actually laughed? You know what I mean? It's like that, it's, 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 it's medicinal, it's therapeutic. Do you know what I mean? To just laugh, like just to be around a table with your friends and just chat, just chat absolute bollocks for an hour. Just forget about the world for a little while. Like forget about all your first world problems. Like no one, no one gives a fuck anyway. And just, just give yourself permission. Do you know what I mean? Just give yourself permission to fucking enjoy yourself, right? Like we get one shot on this earth and you want to spend your time complaining on the internet because some girl didn't text you back it's like <laughs> get over yeah get over yourself you fucking prick uh and by the way every every piece of advice i give to you 
it's directed to me as well. Like I, I like to view these live streams as me speaking to a former version of myself, yeah? If sometimes you think, oh, this guy's arrogant, this guy's full of himself, this guy, whatever, like, this is how I speak to myself, right? I see this as like talking to myself. It's like me through the looking glass, but obviously I'm connecting with you, but like, it's just me giving advice to myself, right? This is the content that I want to make, but it's also the content that I wish had been available for me when I started, because I'll be completely honest, like completely transparent. When I started my day game journey, there was no one that I resonated with, not truly. Like I could learn from people and I could respect people, but I just thought they were all a bunch of brain dead, uh, just brain dead fucking nonces. I was like, I just don't resonate with any of these people. Like, none of them look like they're actually enjoying themselves. It's all so systematic and formulaic and robotic. Like, I don't resonate with any of these people. So I need to blaze my own trail. And I need to, I need to attract my people and repel the people who aren't my people. It's like, I attract my people and I repel the rest. That's what polarization is about. Like, when I'm making these live streams, 87% of people might not like me. And that's cool because if you don't like me for the way that I am, then we're never going to get on anyway. You're never going to join my. You're never going to join my network. You're never going to work with me personally. You're never going to be in a weatherspoons with me. That's fine. It's the the content is designed to polarize people to attract my people and repel the rest. Does that make sense? Like that's why I'm putting this content out there. I view the whole algorithm as as God acting in disguise. Like every person who's a member of my private network, the entourage. I truly believe that we were all meant to meet. You know that you have cosmic connections with women? I believe in this notion of cosmic connection. I believe in the notion of soulmates. And the people who are in my, my entourage, those are the people who I'm creating this content for and for the people who've not joined us yet. But if you're someone who's watching this stuff, you resonate with me, you like what I do, and you've, you've got that idea in your mind, but that seed has been planted where you're like, yeah, one day I'm going to be connecting with Christian. One day I'm going to work with Christian. One day I'm going to be a member of his entourage. I'm going to have FaceTimes like these on the regular. I'm going to be sat with him in a Weatherspoons. It might be today. It might be a month. It might be a year. It might be six years. It doesn't matter to me. All that matters is that we find each other eventually. Yeah, because that's who I'm speaking to when I'm making these streams. I'm speaking to the people who've already joined me, the people who haven't joined yet, but the people who feel as though we already know each other. Does that make sense? That's just an esoteric way of being like, I uh, I see you and I'm looking forward to meeting you. Um, but yeah, but that's the third thing though. Um, the secret to success is, is enjoying yourself. Do you know what I mean? Just actually having fun with this stuff. And look, I appreciate as well that in the early days, depending on like how, how your social anxiety is, um, it can all feel like a minefield. And like if, if this prick with a funny hair comes on a live stream and be like, oh, just have fun, bro. Um, that might not sit with you well, but one day you actually realize that everything that I'm saying is the fucking truth. And you'll be like, huh. He had a point. Okay, uh, the epiphanova. By the way, if you know what epiphanova means, it's an epiphany mixed with a supernova. Yeah, so an epiphanova is like when a when a star of thought explodes in my mind. That's an epiphanova. It's like it's like the evolution of the word epiphany. Like you know, in Pokemon, you have evolutions. Yeah, well, like epiphanova is like a, it's, it's stronger than an epiphany. Anyway, number four. Day game is not a solo sport. It's an extreme sport. Um, so this this is so important. Like day game, it, it's not a solo sport and it's an extreme sport, okay? So the whole idea of this perpetual lone wolf is not sustainable and it's not healthy. That might have worked 10 or 15 years ago, but if you're still one of those guys who's trying to conquer the game solo, thinking that, oh, I can do everything on my own. I don't need a network. I don't need to be mentored. I don't need to have any feedback. I don't need any accountability. I have this DIY mentality. 
I've been in that position and I understand where you're at, but wherever you think you can get on your own, it's nowhere near where you can get when you're in a tribe. Like, it's just not the same. So on my journey, so I started this um, on the 4th of July, 2020. That's when I did my first approach. And I was solo for the first three months of my journey. I do think it's good. I think it's good to be able to do this on your own. You know, when you're going to go and get the pint of milk or uh, get a new pair of jeans from Zara because you bent over too quickly and you got a fucking rip in the crotch. We've all been there. Um, it's good to be able to do it on your own, just be able to pull the trigger solo. But thinking that you have to be this hardcore solo purist, that was where I was at because I was consuming a lot of Tom Torero content, you know, the whole like, you know, 10 approaches every single day, no excuses. That has got its place and I'm not knocking that, but in the modern world, right, you want to have a tribe of people. It's finding your people, connecting with other like-minded people, people who you can actually talk to about this stuff. Like how many people, like how many friends do you have who you can actually talk to about cold approach and them not think it's weird? Like how many friends do you have where you could go over stone cold sober and approach a girl on the street, get rejected and how many friends do you have who are actually going to applaud you for that? Because the answer is probably not many. Maybe you've got one, if that. And that's the thing. It's like, it's finding people who get it, finding people who can give you permission to live as you please. Like, that is one of the greatest purchasing powers in this game. It's it's tribe. It's connecting with other like-minded individuals who, who get it, who support you on this journey, and who are not going to judge you for the things that you want to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and also as well, you want to connect with people who you would be friends with outside of this. Like I've heard so many horror stories from my personal mentor, Daniel, who explained to me back in the day, like, you know, guys would connect and their only form of connection was day game, but they didn't get on outside of this. Like all they spoke about was day game, it was just day game or nothing. Like they couldn't go to Weatherspoons and just crack jokes about pointless shit. Like they couldn't go and like go on like a, a camping trip. It's like, oh yeah, but we can't day game there. Like we need to talk about it. It's like, that just doesn't resonate with me. Like you want a tribe and you want a network of, of like-minded individuals who, yeah, you can go out and call approach with, you can talk to about call approach, but it needs to be more holistic than that. You need to connect and find fulfillment in things beyond the scope of day game. And the guys in my network, the entourage, they're like my best friends. You know, I talk, I can talk to them about anything. Yeah, if like there's, there's guys in, in my network who, you know, they're going through some personal things at the moment. And one of the, one of the first thoughts in their mind is to drop a message into the entourage. It doesn't have to be cold approach related. It can be anything, you know, like if your mental health is not good, if you've just, if something like, if, if an inevitable vicissitude, something bad has just happened in your life, you know, my guys know they can contact the group, they can contact me directly. You know, if a guy's struggling in, in any way, like I'll pick up the phone and I'll, I'll, I'll be there for him because that's that's what it's about. I think, you know, as humans, we're, we're, sorry, we're tribal creatures. You know what I mean? And day game especially, it's not a solo sport. It's an extreme sport. If you're going out there with no feedback, no accountability and no masculine support network, it's my belief you're pretty much wasting your time. Like, yeah, you might be able to have a few conversations. You might be able to get a few dates here and there, but... It, for me, it's not about just being good. It's about becoming outstanding. And you're not going to become outstanding on your own, right? I When I started, like I say, three months on my own, and then I started filming in London. And that's when everything changed for me. When I started filming in London with Daniel, a bit about Daniel, he's worked in the industry for over 15 years. He's collaborated, collaborated with 
the best coaches in the game. You know, he's worked with Torero, he's worked with Mystery. Like, he was there from, like, the inception of day game. Like, I've basically had a four-year mentorship with Daniel. Like, whenever we film together, he films, he gives me feedback. Obviously, I can watch myself back. We can audit the footage, like, pinpoint where I'm going wrong, pinpoint where I'm fucking up. Like, I had so many blind spots and so many sticking points like you can watch it back in the early in fields from like december 2020 i was speaking too fast my fashion wasn't the best um i had weird body language where my legs were stood like really far apart like a ronaldo free kick um i wasn't grounded i wasn't creating any uh, sexual tension with girls everything was like too high energy um i needed to get myself more grounded i wasn't i need to slow down more i need to let the silence do the work um i well, just as what else was I shit at? Most things. Um, mm, I'm trying to think what else I was shit at. Yeah, I, just, I, I was just, I just, I just, I just looked weird to be honest. <laughs> I just wasn't the finished product yet, and that's fine. But it's like that's the, that's the issue with this stuff. It's like you could be doing the same thing wrong for eighty years, but you've only got one vantage point, which is yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's like when I when I give feedback to other guys, it might be things which you might. It's like simple on the surface, but it's like, bro. If you didn't tell me about this, I would never have known. And right? that's my that's my approach to all this stuff. It's just no bullshit feedback. Like freedom from bullshit is a mantra. You know, telling people what they need to know rather than what they want to hear. And you know, this is part of the live streams as well. Me just giving you no bullshit but advice. And you know, ultimately, it's up to you what you do with this. Do you know what I mean? It's just advice. Like do what the fuck you want with it. It's your life. Uh, it's not going to be space dust and ashes one day anyway. Um, what are we on now? Number five, Epiphanova. Number five. All right, I'm going to take a swig of this. Uh, like the live stream to show your appreciation. Takes like two seconds. A little tap of the thumb. Maybe you can use your pinky. Yeah. Give it a like. Give it a like. Like the live stream. It's alliterative. So that's nice. Okay, Epiphanova number five. Looks matter. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, looks matter. I, I basically say this in like 70... 2% of my live stream, but it baffles me still that like, guys will come on here and be like, why don't you say looks matter? I do say looks matter, you prick. You're just not consuming enough of my content. Looks matter, big difference between looking good and being good looking. It's within any man's power to improve upon what he's been given and play his hand to the best of his ability, right? I used to look like an unfuckable turnip. It's all documented on this channel. Um, I posted uh, a community post. You can go over and look at that. Um, you know, like I'm always saying, like I was receiving comments on the regular from guys being like, you're ugly, you're a four out of 10 at best. This guy's got physical disadvantages whatever yeah well evidence has got the loudest voice so i posted one of those comments um <laughs> from someone being like oh this guy looks like a, a mix between mr bean and patrick from spongebob i'm like bro um but yeah looks matter and one of the best things that ever happened to me was getting crucified online yeah like guys who didn't know me who didn't care about me who didn't care about my hashtag feelings just coming online and basically just giving me telling me what i needed to hear like i knew four years ago that i wasn't the man that i needed to be you know i was living in that grotty apartment in central leeds you had 24 pound 82 of universal credit i look like a turnip i dress like a moron i couldn't pull a muscle right and if i hadn't have started if i hadn't have done day game and youtube simultaneously there's no way i would have got to where i got to in as in as fast a time because you know, I was I was basically being propelled to become my most fuckable version of myself because of the feedback that I was receiving from the internet. And that's all it is. Yeah, nobody can make you feel bad without your consent, right? No one can make you feel bad without your consent. It's just feedback, right? Just because if someone calls you ugly or someone calls you stupid or someone calls you socially challenged, whatever they call you, 
they're just words, right? Like you're deciding, you're attaching interpretations to these things. There's far too many snowflakes online, right? There's far too many people, excuse makers or action avoiders who want to outsource blame to external sources. It's like, bro, you're the fucking problem. Take radical responsibility for your life and just get on with it. Because no one's going to, no one's going to, no one is coming to fucking save you. Do you know what I mean? Like I could have, four years ago, I could have just cried into my pillow being like, oh, the world's calling me ugly. It's not fair. Well, no, I was ugly. And that's what I needed to hear. So yeah, just shout out to anybody who's ever given me like a quote unquote negative comment. Shout out to anybody who gives me undesirable feedback because you know, I, I appreciate all of it. Like in the moment, I might get triggered slightly. I might be like, eh. <laughs> but like, who gives a fuck? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's there to serve me. And I view it all as, as God acting in disguise. That's how I view everything. God is acting in disguise. This thing is there to serve me. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is so bad. It must be good. Yeah. Nothing happens to you. Everything happens for you. But it's easy to say this shit when you're feeling good. Do you know what I mean? It's easy to like, to, to quote these inspirational Instagram squares and be like, yeah, we're all going to make it, bro. Enjoy the process. Like nothing happens to you. Everything happens for you. But as soon as you get some negative feedback, you crumble, right? You crumble. You can't handle it because you're a snowflake and you need to fucking not be a snowflake because otherwise you're fucked because day game is not for the faint hearted. You're going to get crucified on there, out there on the streets, right? Girls, are, you, you realize this is actually another epiphany. Oh, fuck it. Like not every, not every girl's going to like you. Not every girl is going to be into you. And your ego is probably at a point where it can't handle that. Day game is not for the faint hearted. There are no perks of being a wallflower when it comes to cold approach. And, and cold approach has truly made a man out of me. Like, I just used to be a little, just a little wheezy little nonce, just like a little sniveling mess. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, just this, this, this process, um, this, 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 this hero's journey, this process of masculine excellence, of just putting myself through the social fire, dude, it's made a man out of me. I'm, I'm 27 right now. And, you know, the person that I'm going to be when I get to 37 years old with all the life experiences I'm accumulating dude, I'm gonna be a fucking deadly weapon. I'm already a deadly weapon, but like, it just keeps getting better and better because I'm putting the reps in. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm just putting that work in. I'm, 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 I'm applying, I'm implementing and I'm not getting bombarded by bullshit. I'm just like, right, that's a piece of feedback. I can use that. Let's go. Just taking, transmuting pain into power. Um, but yeah, fuck me. That wasn't a request. <laughs> the request is like the live stream. Um, let's shoot through a few of these because I appreciate sure we're all busy people with shit to do. Before we do that, like the live stream. Like the live stream. I can see how many people are on this live stream. And there is uh, an asymmetric uh, difference between viewers and likes. So get that like button touched. Stroke the like button. Stroke it. Stroke that like button. Your, uh, your pinky will tingle when you do it. <laughs> if it actually does, then you can call me a prophet. Um, number six is like the live stream. <laughs> uh, number six is game is a lottery. This is a really important mindset to have. Game is a lottery. Yeah, especially when you're going out there and cold approaching. It's a lottery. Do you know what I mean? You don't know who you're going to meet when you go out there. Like, it is a lottery. You don't know if the streets are going to be supplying. It's not, a, it's not a you problem. It's a game problem. Yeah, you might go out there and there's just no one who takes your fancy. That's okay. But, like, don't bullshit yourself. Like, if there are people who you do like and you're just not going in for them and you're like, oh, well, Christian said game's a lottery. But, it, you know, it's, it's just playing the game. Do you know what I mean? If you don't play, you won't win. But it, it there's, there's so many factors that go into cold approach. Like, cold approach... If you're not careful and if you're not a savvy player, 
cold, cold approach can easily impact negatively on your perceived sense of self-worth because you can approach 10 girls in a row in London and they could all genuinely have boyfriends. But your it's, it's that sense of like confirmation bias. Your brain is already probably experiencing failure in advance and saying, oh, well, this isn't going to work. Why would a girl like her be interested in a guy like me? Blah, blah, bullshit. But then when you get the whole, I have a boyfriend, which may actually be true, if you get that 10 times, you start to doubt yourself. You know what I mean? You start to think, fuck, maybe it's me. I mean, it might be you. Maybe you're just not good enough. Maybe like when, when it was me four years ago, maybe you're just an unfuckable piece of shit right now. And you know, it's just, this is just radical honesty. Maybe you're just not good enough and that's okay. Like maybe you just suck right now. That's okay too. But the first step is radical responsibility. Being like, looking yourself in the mirror and being like, yeah, maybe I am, maybe I'm drinking too much. Maybe I have let myself go. Maybe I need to work on my fashion, my finances, my fitness. Maybe I need to get a better group of friends. Maybe I need to start removing toxic people. Maybe I need to wa stop watching the, the news so much. Maybe I need to move out of this city because every city has got its own love language. And maybe I should go, to quote my good friend Joseph, maybe I should go where I'm valued. Yeah, maybe you should just change location to change your results, but something needs to change. If you're not happy with your life right now, if you're not happy with the girls that you're dating, the money you're making, or the place that you're living, nothing's going to change unless you change something, right? So like, for me, it was upgrading everything. Like, you know, finding finding ways to just improve myself. Do you know what I mean? It's just like fucking like the 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 body, the mindset, the persona, uh the social circle, the lifestyle. Like from where I've from where I've been to where I'm at now, like only myself and God know. Like only myself and God know the true transformation. Like YouTube shows like one percent of my life, right? Only myself and God know like where we were to where we're at now right? Like, no one else knows it. Not even my mum, actually. Not even my mum knows the whole story of everything. Like, from where I was four years ago to where I'm at now, like, I, don't, I can't even comprehend the meteoric rise, right? Like, I'm living my life like I'm the most famous man on the planet. I'm living my life like I'm already a millionaire. I just don't have the money in my pocket yet. I'm just waiting for the rest of the world to catch up because I truly believe I've been put on this earth for a reason. I truly believe that I am special. And like, I'm putting this shit out there to the world and people are going to be like, huh, arrogant, huh, prick. Yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Don't fucking matter. Like, if you believe the things that I believe and you've had the experience that I've had, it's like, yeah, it's all certain. It's, all, it's already certain, right? So this is what I'm talking about when it's just having this, this irrational faith in your own abilities, this delusional optimism, erring on the side of optimism. Yeah, like you don't lose anything by believing in yourself fully. So why are you not, why are you not doing it? And like actions need to match ambitions, right? And it, it's like the the um the, the the place that you're at right now is a product of the decisions that you've made you know so making better decisions equates to a better life yeah um but oh sniff sniff um before i go on to this number seven just this notion though of game being a lottery you need to have this understanding like it's if, if, you're, if you're going out and you are getting a lot of undesirable outcomes, then yeah, that might be a you problem, yeah? That might be. However, 
you could just be getting unlucky, right? Like you could do everything right. You could have become the most fuckable version of you. You could have maxed out your social skills, you know, be a 10 out of 10 conversationalist, but you might just get unlucky with the girls that you're approaching. It might as well be a case of same girl, different day, different story, depending on her buying temperature, depending on uh, where she's at in her monthly cycle. Like there's so many factors that go into it. She might just be in a bad mood that day. A dog might have just choked she might have choked it, and in which case you've got a beautiful uh, conversational segue. Um, but like, there's so many factors that go into it. Do you know what I mean? So don't always see it as a you problem. And this is as well, again, why you need to be part of a network. Because you've got guys who can actually give you the no bullshit feedback. You might not know if it's a you problem or if it's a game problem. You might not know if it's if it's to do with the place that you're living. It might be the way that you're speaking. It might be the way that you think, the way you look, the way, you, like, it could be a million and one different things, but without getting feedback, without having, like, no bullshit feedback, it's just like shooting in the dark. You've got no idea if you're going to hit the target. It's like trying to do archery in the dark with a blindfold on, and the target is in Minnesota, and you're pointing at fucking Michigan. It's like, I don't actually know if those two places are close. Maybe they're not, I don't know. Like, Alaska would have been a better one, but do you get what I'm saying? It's like, Having the feedback, having people to keep you leveled as well and keep you grounded, because if you're doing this all on your own and you don't know if it's a you problem or it's a game problem, then it can it can fuck up your overall mental clarity, right? And it's like, it is, I've always equated cold approach to emotional gambling in a way, right? It's knowing when to leave the table. It's knowing when to cash out as well. Yeah, like you might actually find an amazing girl six months into your cold approach journey. And then it's the whole stick or twist thing, right? You might have that that 10 out of 10 wife worthy woman. And I've heard stories about guys who just took that girl away because, you know, it's the, this, this pursuit for something more. But maybe you've actually found that person who you can actually do life with, right? And maybe it's time to leave the casino or... If you're going out and you're, you've got like three numbers in a row and then you get three harsh blowouts in a row, it's like, do you actually have the emotional resilience to be able to withstand that? Yeah, so it's emotional gambling in a way, yeah? And, and being able to be an emotionally resilient individual, yeah, you can get that through cold approach. But I think just, just acquiring life experience, like going through difficult shit, yeah? Like, I, I just know, as soon as I meet an individual, if they're going to be able to conquer cold approach, or if they're going to become a victim to it, it's all about, it's, it's all up here, yeah? It's your mindset, it's, it's developing that bulletproof bravado, that emotional resilience, maintaining a level of homeostasis, like, that is so important, like, not getting carried away in whatever emotional state that you're in, right? I call it momentum mori. If it's going good right now, don't get carried away, it'll go shit soon. If it's going shit right now, don't get carried away, it'll be good soon, yeah, just not getting too carried away in either emotion. If you're an emotional gambler, you're going to become bankrupt. It's just maintaining that level of homeostasis. That's that's so important. Like, and I think that is actually one of the biggest, the biggest uh, epiphanovers that I've had. The sense of maintaining a level of homeostasis, viewing cold approach. It's it's emotional gambling. It's a lot of fucking fun. It's a lot of fucking fun. Like, it, I think cold approach attracts a certain type of person. Um, I love it. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so fucking fun. Like, you never know. Like, you never know what's going to happen when you step outside. Um, but yeah, just, yeah. Um, number seven. I really need to just blast through these because we've got so many. I might actually do a part two to this, actually, because I feel like it's going to go on for too fucking long, man. Um, maybe we'll do half now and half later. Da -da 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 -da. So, Epiphanova number seven. It was never about the women. 
right? This was a massive epiphanova that I had. So obviously we all get into cold approach because we want to stack options, we want to go on multiple dates a week with gobsmacking the gorgeous girls. Like, I'm not denying that, but the deeper that I've gone in this journey, the more I've realized it was never about the girls, but it was always about me. It was always about me, my journey, and my sense of self-adoration that I've got through putting myself through the fires of adversity. Yeah, I always say to you, it goes deeper than day game, right? It goes so much deeper than day game. Like the emotional resilience that you build, learning to not lose enthusiasm. Like it was Winston Churchill, right? Winston Churchill said that success is being able to go from one failure to another without losing enthusiasm. I don't like to use that word uh, failure because you don't, you never fail unless you don't actually take that radical action. But just so I can actually uh, quote the quote properly, um, being able to go from one failure to another without losing enthusiasm, it kind of goes back to that emotional gambling. It's like you could just get bad hand, bad hand, bad hand, but your love for the game and that sense of inner strength, like confidence being optimism in the absence of certainty. Yeah, like that is that is true core confidence. It's optimism in the absence of certainty. No matter what, I can handle it. <clears throat> and recognizing that God's plan is greater than your own as well. You know what I mean? Like whatever you're going through right now, whatever vicissitudes you're currently wrapped inside, even if you don't feel as though there is light at the end of the tunnel, just take one more step, right? Just the, what is it? The, like the journey of a million miles starts with a single step. When you're going through hell, keep going. Like, dude, I've been in so many dark places in my life, like so many, but I think just having this faith in a higher power or having faith in your own capabilities of a man or just saying to yourself, like, let's just do one more day. You know, let's just do one more day. And I'm not even viewing it as like, like not being such a selfish prick and thinking it's all about you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, do it for the people that you love. Do it for your family who you haven't even met yet. Do it for your children who are not even born yet. Like, this is why, this is why mastering this skill set, like on a meta level is so important because your ability to master the art of cold approach in super fast time will dictate the replication of your DNA. Like, have you ever actually like stopped to think about this? Like we're all you know going out there, cold approaching, got a weather spoons, laughing our way through life. But our ability to actually master the art of face to face communication is directly linked to our ability to replicate our bloodline. Right? It's mad. So it's like you're not even doing this for you. Right? And that's a super powerful mindset. This is actually an epiphany over. I didn't even fucking write down, but that's actually probably the most powerful of all of them. This is not a process which is just about getting girls. This is not just a process of you getting better at day game. This is about you becoming the man that you need to be for the family that you don't even know yet, for the children who are not even born yet. Like being able to do that. Like, I'm just thinking now, like when my when my first son is born, his birth is 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 a is a is a correlate is is, is is has been a compounding of all of my actions. That's fucking mad. Like me deciding to start this YouTube channel, me deciding to embark on this journey of cold approach, me deciding to become a magician at 13 years old. Like all of these decisions, they lead up to these pivotal watershed events in our, in our lives. And then actually being able to bless my children with all of the life lessons that, that I'm accumulating. Do you know what I mean? Like just taking, taking my son to the park and then teaching him how to just like talk to girls on the climbing frame. Like go on on um yeah i want to call my i want to call my first my first son hezekiah um the name hezekiah means strength strength of like strength in god or strength of god or something hezekiah um i think it's a really beautiful name um but yeah i'll take uh hez or hezekiah i'll take him to the 
it's a fucking play park and we'll just be uh i'm not even going to bring him up to like use any terminology it's just gonna be a normal way of life do you know what I mean? It's just going to be a normal way of being. It's like, yeah, let's just go talk to people. We'll just do some like social freedom shit. And in his mind, it won't even feel like being socially free. I don't want to, I don't want to put the reins on him. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be like, if he's being loud in public, I don't want to be like, shh. Like, why? Why does he need to be quiet? There was this girl on the train before and uh, she just turned to her mum and said, I need a poo. And like all of the adults, you could just say on the faces, like they were going a bit red. They were sort of cringing. They were looking at each other. And the kid was just saying it as it is. It's that childlike innocence, right? Reconnecting with that former version of ourselves. Like, I need a poo. That's funny, right? Like, but if, it's, it's like we, the, the whole like Picasso thing, right? It took me four years to paint like Raphael, but a lifetime to paint like a child. Returning to that point of origin, yeah? Picasso, someone who made the, the impossible appear effortless, but like just having this childlike reverence for a bygone era that a lot of us can't even access anymore. I need a poo. It's just fucking funny. But like, that's the sort of energy that I'm moving with now. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not just about the girls. It's never been about, the, it's never been just about the girls. It's never been just about me. It's always been for this higher reason of why we're doing this. And maybe you don't share these beliefs. Maybe for you just want to get a girl for tonight. Fine. We're, not, we're on a different frequency. I'm not judging anybody for anything that they want. But for me, it's like I, I've transcended to this, this completely different level now where it's almost like a guy who's made like a hundred million dollars who's teaching someone or who's who's sharing advice how to make your first ten dollars online it's like the 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 gap between like he's not even he's not even able to connect with that version of himself anymore so if someone just comes on and is like oh christian uh you know what's the best open it's like dude like i'm just so far gone from that that it doesn't even resonate with me anymore the best open is that you fucking open your eyes and realize what's going on in the world around you realize that the world is bigger than, you, bigger than yourself having a zoomed out perspective realizing that one day it's all gonna be space dust and ashes just fucking say anything it doesn't fucking matter just open your mouth let words come out just let your legs walk and carry you over it's the only way you're gonna learn exposure therapy stop like Stop theorizing and hypothesizing. Just get out there. Just go and do fucking 10 direct cold approaches. Blow all the girls away. There's your, le there's your learning. There's your experience, right? So stop asking stupid fucking questions. Oh, what do I do for girls and text me back? No one gives a fuck, mate. No one gives a fuck. Uh, number eight, Epiphanova, number eight. I think we'll do, we'll go to 10. We'll go to 10 and then I'll let you go. And then we'll, we'll pick back, back, we'll pick this back up for a part two. Um, Anyway, number eight, um, the eighth epiphanova is rejection is a rite of passage. I had to put it in there because it's so fucking true. Listen, mate, everyone, every single person gets rejected. It doesn't matter how fuckable you become, you're still going to get girls who just don't want to be with you. And that's absolutely fine, right? Like all this stupid bullshit, what gets put out online, like, oh, you know, you need to you need to be a Chad. You need to be a high value man. Like Chad never gets rejected. It's like, dude, you're, you're so brainwashed by the brain dead that it's fucking ludicrous. Every single person gets rejected. I get rejected more than anybody else that I know. Why? Because I put myself into more opportunities than anybody else that I know. Like, if you're not getting rejected, you're not playing the game right. You're not even playing, right? And it's 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 when you're more when when you're more excited to win than you're scared to lose. That's when you fucking made it. That's when you know you've mastered this skill set. When you're more excited to win than you're scared to lose. Like when I come on these live streams, I, I openly declare myself as the best in the world at daytime cold approach. When I declare myself as London's number one day game coach, that doesn't mean that every girl I'm speaking to is just wanting to be with me. It doesn't mean that. It means I've transcended to a completely different level where I'm just viewing everything as a win. The rep itself is the reward. Yeah, if I come on, I'm like, oh, there's some, some fucking 
fucking weird guy who was like, oh, you know, um, well, if you were the best in the world at daytime call approach, then how come I've not seen you uh, kiss close somebody? And where are all your lay reports? Because I've seen Krause's lay reports. It's like, dude, there's this thing, right? There is this thing um, which has been available since the dawn of human time. And it's called lying, right? Just because some guy has, has written something on a fucking website... Do like, are you so gullible and naive to believe everything you hear online just because some guy has written up a lay report? Oh, well, it must be true. Everything the news says must be true, right? It's like, stop being so fucking gullible and understand the reason why people say these things. Understand the reason why I come on and say I'm the best in the world at daytime call approach. Like, why do you think I say that shit? Yeah, I'm speaking it into existence because no one else has got the balls to actually declare themselves that thing. So everyone's just uh, scared, right? No one wants to be, no one wants to open themselves up to criticism, but like Torero said, you can't be half a gangster. And it's fun. It's fun to polarize, right? It's fun to polarize. Polarizing is fun because of what, 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 what did I say before? When you polarize, you attract your people and you repel the rest, right? If I say I'm the best in the world daytime cold approach, 100 people are going to think I'm an obnoxious prick, right? Two people out of that hundred are going to fucking adore me because they're going to be like, yes, Christian, I get behind this shit. I know why you're doing it. You're a fucking legend. Like, those are the people I'm speaking to. The people who want to cry into their pillow and be like, yeah, but you've not done a, you've not done a, um, you've not got a, a kiss close on video. Oh, I've not read any lay reports from you. All the, the same with the guys who are like, oh, what's your body count? What's your lay count? It's like, what, what good is that question going to do for you? You know what I mean? It's like, I can give you any fucking number. Any number. You don't know if it's true. So just stop asking stupid questions and stop being so gullible to people online. Yeah? But that's the whole thing. Like, that's, that's really what I'm trying to get out with this as well. It's like, you know, when we call approach, call approach is like this, it's like this, this two middle finger salute to a society that wants to keep you penned in. Yeah, it's, it's almost like this counterculture movement. It's being able to just go out into the world and openly declare, this is me, take it or leave it. Right? Like when, that's why I say like, day game cold approach, it attracts a certain type of guy. It, it attracts that radical reactionary. Yeah, the person who's not prepared to, you know, dot the T's and cross the I's, whatever the, or cross the I, whatever the fuck it is. Like the person who's not prepared to just be a mindless slave, another castrated consumer who's just swiping his life away. Yeah, the guy who doesn't want to be a slave to the system, settling for low quality girls in grotty nightclubs, you know, festering around nightclubs in, until 4 a.m. Like, and... Can you hear that? The fucking rain's coming in, bro. Um, but being able to do what you want when with when, being able to do what you want when when you want with who you want, um, and just being able to live on your own terms, you know, like that's for me. This is this is what all this stuff's about. It's deeper than day game, you know. It's becoming. It's living for an audience of one, you know. Living for an audience. <laughs> it's a message from the entourage. Big fucking love, bro. Um, yeah, being able to live for an audience of one. You know, just not really um, like re rejecting anything from your reality that no longer resonates with you. And I think this process of cold approach, it does it does help us. It's a, it's it's a, it's this notion of unlearning. You know, we already know everything, right? We've just been bombarded by so much bullshit. This is a process of unlearning. Yeah, stripping back those layers of social conditioning so we can connect with our most authentic selves. Like that's what this process is about. Yeah, it's not just about the girls. It's not just about, oh, how many notches have you got, bro? It's like, who are you becoming? Yeah, like, who are you becoming through this process? What father are you going to be? How are you going to um, look after your children? How are you going to interact with your wife? Like, it's just so much that goes on with this, you know? Um, 
what else we got? But yeah, re rejection is a rite of passage. That was the main point. Rejection is a rite of passage. Like, you're going to go out and you're going to get rejected. One of the best things that you can do is go out to get rejected as quickly as possible. Like the videos that myself and George have put out, the video of myself and Mark have put out, where we're just going out to get rejected. Like that video that myself and George made, get rejected, it will change your life. The social freedom video that I made with Alex in Milan, going out, running towards resistance. Rejection is not going to ruin you. And like, I get it, right? Everyone wants to receive love. Everyone wants to receive validation. We all want to be loved for who we are rather than what we have. But not, every, not everyone's going to be into you, yeah? Not everyone's going to like you. When you actually openly declare your truth to the world, most people are not going to like it. They're going to get triggered. They're going to call you a prick. They're going to call you arrogant. You don't need those people. You are living to find your people. Attract your people, repel the rest. But just remind yourself that rejection is a rite of passage. Yeah? We don't have to go into the wilderness anymore for 40 days and 40 nights to return a man. Everything is easy. We live in this age accustomed to immediacy where things are available at the top of the screen, touch of a button. Oh, um, I'm hungry oh let me just get on my phone and order my food like it's just so comfortable run from comfort like your life depends on it that's why day game cold approach will change your fucking life like the, the the person you become through this process if you can day game and you can do it well you can do anything right this is the million dollar skill set that's why i believe everyone everyone who becomes excellent at this skill you've got the skill to become a multi-millionaire i truly believe that yeah because what is actually that's another point like anyway i'll go into epiphanova number nine seduction is sales right this this is an epiphanova seduction is sales right with cold approach you're learning the art of influence right you're learning how to get what you want and it's not just like this it's not this uh like selfish i'm getting what i want and everyone else has to lose it's not that it's a rising tide lifts all the boats, yeah? It's it's learning how to get what you want whilst allowing other people to get what they want. Like, that's the essence of true capitalism where both people leave that deal feeling delighted beyond belief. So, you know, I trade my cows for your chickens. We both benefit from that trade. Or someone pays me money to join my network, I get money, he gets skill, he gets expertise, he gets community and network. Like, it's a like-for-like -like trade, yeah, that, that's what, like, this is what seduction is, the art of seduction, learning how to get what you want, but it doesn't mean that everyone else has to lose, you know, it's like, there's enough for everybody, right, there is enough for everybody, but um, books that you can read, which have really helped me on my journey, because seduction is essentially sales, I'll list some business books as well, um, $100 million offers Alex Hormozzi, Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley, 48 Laws of Power, Robert Greene, The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene, um, and How to Win Friends and Influence People. That is a, a pentagon of literature. That Those books, they've had such an impact uh, on my life and they'll have an impact for you as well. Don't, don't think, oh, well, and now I can just read books and don't have to do anything. Like, But those are, like for me, um, just, just, just necessary reading. Like, If you want to learn more about... Also, Influenced by Robert Cialdini. That's a fucking banger as well. Influenced by Ro Robert Cialdini. Um, Psycho-Cybernetics by Ma Maxwell Maltz. If you want to learn more about the mind and visualization, learn how to get what you want in life. That's what it, that's what it is though, right? It's like, we all just want to get what we want, yeah? But I think learning this, like, cold approach is a catalyst for the rest of our lives. I think if you can do what I would consider the hardest thing, which is mastering the art of cold approach, like 1% of guys, 1% of guys will do this, and then 1% of that 1% will actually become good at it, the majority of which are in my network, the entourage. The fuck is that? It sounds like some, like, seagulls trying to get inside, bro. 
You can come in if you want to. We're just doing a live stream. Um, yeah, 1% of guys, 1% of guys will have the balls today game, but then 1% of those guys will actually become good at it. And it's like, that's why I describe day game as the decentralized skill set of the awake 1%, right? Day game is the decentralized skill set of the awake 1%. If you look at the way that society is heading right now with the robotification of society of AI, of like uh, AI influencers and fucking like sex dolls and like, you know, all these like AI girlfriends or whatever, like the art of face-to-face -face communication is rapidly degrading. However, humans are always going to want to connect. Like AI cannot replace relationships and community, right? Relationships and community are AI proof, right? AI cannot replace relationships and community. And that's why if you imagine like a graph, you know, like the Bitcoin, like the Bitcoin chart, you imagine that right now, like um, the, the art of communication is like down here, right? So like right now is the best time to invest in this skill set because whilst the majority of people are sleepwalking through life, just, just dissolving into comfort, like, you know, just swiping the life away on a screen, like, down here, right, this is this this dip that we're in right now, over time, as people get sick and you know, people are starting to feel more lonely and they want to connect, they've got this deep human craving to feel witnessed, to feel important, to actually connect with other human beings, this is going to go like a fucking hockey stick, you know, it's just going to go vroom. and the people who've decided to actually invest in this skill set, whilst the rest of the world is zigging, we're zagging, yeah, because that like we're never we're never going to replace that relationships and community yeah we're always going to need to know how to connect with other human beings and it's it's this primal ancient desire to actually communicate and connect with other people that you know ai is not going to replace that but i think that you don't want to be another one of the mindless masses who sleepwalking their way through life. So listen, if, if you're actively going out there right now and you are, maybe you try to teach yourself or maybe you've got a couple of wings and you see, but like if you are actually going out there and you are putting the reps in, then you do have my full respect. Like you, you, genu you genuinely do because I, I know what it's like. Like when I started my journey when I was on my own, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was like kind of like vlogging the whole thing. I was making these little day game diaries, like, Dude, you're going to look back and these are going to be, and this is me speaking to me as well, like these are going to be the best days of our fucking lives. Do you know what I mean? It's like enjoying the becoming as much as the being. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll look back on all these live streams. I'll look back at the videos that I'm making, the people that I've connected with, the experiences that I had. It's like, you know, I'm 27 right now. I feel as though I've done more at 27 than the majority of people are ever going to do in their lives. And I'm only getting better. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that because like, I've, I've earned my, like this, this is a, this is a thing that I say to myself. Like I've, I've earned my arrogance. Like I've earned it. You know what I mean? I've earned my own self-respect. This sense of self-worth is not something that you're given, right? It's something that we earn. Yeah, I don't, I don't attain a level of peace by just sat cross-legged on the floor meditating. I earn peace through the fires of adversity. I earn my own self-respect, my own sense of self-worth by dive bombing into this comfort and proving that I can do anything that I set my mind to. And, and no one's going to stop me. You know what I mean? Like no one's going to stop me. I've got a rational faith in my own abilities. And I hope that my approach to life rubs up on you. And I hope that by listening to me speak, you actually, you actually think bigger. Do you know what I mean? You actually look around at your life and be like, huh, things could actually get better. I could be better. Like, why am I playing it so safe? Why am I playing it so small? Why am I still hanging around with the same five people who I went to school with. You don't want to be like, I was watching, uh, you, you know, Shaun of the Dead <laughs> going to the Winchester. You don't want to be going to, bro, you don't want to be going to the Winchester. You don't want to be going to the Winchester every fucking night of your life. Like, the Winchester is fun, right? The Winchester is fun, but you don't want to get stuck there. Um, right, we've got 46 people on the live stream and we've only got 11 likes. Something's going wrong there. It just, bro, if there are 46 people listening, there needs to be 46 likes on the live stream. Um, if you want me to keep going with this list, 
like the live stream. If you don't, then don't like it and I will stop talking. Which one are we even on anyway? Oh, number, I think we're on number nine. Uh, got a few more likes there. I'll take that as confirmation you want me to continue. Bro, just tickle, tickle the like button. It tells me that you're enjoying the content and we can keep going deeper. We can keep going, but you need to smash the like button. You need to penetrate the like button. You need to fiddle around with the like button. Just, just do something, like engage with the like button, fuck's sake. Great. Now we've got 41 viewers and we've got 14 likes. So we've still got a few more likes to go. So I'm going to take a sip of this. And then after I've uh, lubricated my throat, maybe we can continue. But come on, I'm, I'm going hard on this live stream. All I ask is you tickle the fucking like button. It takes one nanosecond. <laughs> Before it was, it takes two seconds. Now it's one nanosecond. Thank you. Thanks. Um, Epiphanova number nine is everything is forgettable, all right? Everything is forgettable, all right? So if I get negative comments after this live stream, if I get positive comments, if I go out and get blown out 10 times in a row, if I'm texting a girl and she ghosts on me, if I am at an airport and my flight gets cancelled, everything's forgettable, right? Just remind yourself that in, in 72 hours, the problems that you have right now are probably not going to be problems anymore. And no matter what, you're going to be able to handle it. If you look around when you're on a train, in 100 years, all the people on that train are going to be dead and no one's going to remember you. So just, just having this notion and, and understanding that everything is forgettable. Nothing matters in the most liberating way possible. So whilst we're on this earth, optimize to be as good as you can be. Yeah, the, the, the Shakespeare quote, yeah, like life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his arrow upon the stage and then is heard no more. It's a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Yeah, this hour upon the stage that we are blessed with. And so many of us are just, are just fretting our time away experiencing failure in advance, catastrophizing worst case scenario when in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. And if you combine liberated nihilism with solipsism, believing that only the self is real, everyone else is, is this like side quest in NPC, like for me, that is like that is like the, the nuts and bolts of my mindset, right? Liberated nihilism mixed with solipsism. I don't know what it's like to be anybody else. I'm only conscious of my own consciousness. If everybody else is an NPC and everybody else has been sent by God to serve me on my journey, there is no good or bad. It's it, Nothing is good nor bad. Thinking makes it so, right? This is so bad, it must be good. Everything can be flipped. Everything can be reframed. And I'm not saying that catastrophes don't happen. I'm not saying that. I understand that tragedies occur. And, you know, I've, I, I, I fully appreciate that, that on my journey, there are tragedies to come, right? I'm, I'm going to be losing people who, who mean everything to me. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose people who I'm grateful and I'm I'm so blessed to still have in my life. But one day those people are not gonna be here anymore. And most people don't want to go to these places. They just want to sedate themselves with mindless consumption. Oh, let's just watch a, another series of Netflix, or let's uh, let's listen to to some like hardcore techno music because I don't want to sit with myself with my thoughts. Like that's what Pascal said, right? Pascal, I think his first name was Blaze. That's a fucking cool name. Um, Blaise Pascal said that most of man's problems come from his inability to sit with himself alone in a room. Yeah, but like go, actually go into these deep recesses of your mind and actually meditate on these things. 
you know, just like, yeah, one day everyone who I love is not going to be here anymore. Like one day I'm not going to be able to do the things that I currently do. And like, this gives me like so much, so much gratitude, you know, so much gratitude for the now. Like everyone talks about gratitude, like, oh, be grateful. Blah, blah, blah. But like, I think there's a reason why everyone preaches it because I think it's one of those like absolute truths of the world where just, just being able to operate from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack, you know, being excited about who we are, being excited about where we're going. Um, and as, as far as the past goes, like, you know, the past is the past, like forget, forget who you were, forget who you've been. Like the only way is that's what therapy is for. Like therapy is focused on the past. Coaching is focused on the future. I think we can't change, you know, we can't change the things that's happened in the past, but we can use them, I guess, to, 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 to learn from, you know, like this, this tapestry of evidence that we've accumulated, but you know, all, all we are, this is what I believe that like all we are, all we are is repeated patterns of, of behavior that we've accepted over time as ourselves. And we solidify these patterns of behavior through the language that we use. Oh, I'm an introvert. Oh, I'm not good with women. Oh, no girl likes me. So it's like, you know, you're taking who you were and then you're attaching a label to it. You're crystallizing it with uh, through verbal language or through language. That's, that's tautological, verbal language. Uh, you're, you're, you're crystallizing it with language and that becomes your identity. But so many people, they're so blind to labels that they attach themselves. But everything is forgettable. Understand that, right? Everything is forgettable. Yeah, when the music stops playing and the carnival of life ceases to be, you're going to look back and you know, it's, it's that whole, that the thing comes to mind, you know, the, is it like the, the five regrets of the dying or something like that? One of the regrets is I wish I wouldn't have cared so much what people thought of me, you know? So like, you, you don't want to allow the opinions of strangers to influence your actions. Like people who don't know about you, who don't care about you, who don't give a flying fuck whether you even exist or not, right? It's like, don't let the opinions of other people dictate your reality. That's why I've got a newfound sense of social freedom like doing social freedom stuff like i didn't really used to care too much for social freedom i thought it was a bit pointless but i realized now the point of it i realized how socially unfree the majority of the world are like when you can just go out there and you're going out with the intent of getting rejected of inviting worst case scenario like throw me in hell i'll find a way to enjoy it like that's when you become bulletproof you know when it's like yeah everything's forgettable you know myself and alex were doing like our audacious stuff in Milan it's like people just forget people don't care people are so wrapped up in their own lives and their own issues that you know we're just a blip on other people's radars even people as well that you know when I look back on my past I look at girls who I, who I was in relationships with and I prophesized a future and I thought you know I'm never going to feel complete without this person and then it all, all it all turns to dust and I was like oh I'm never going to be able to get over this over this person it's like we do though, do you know what I mean? We do, and yeah, they say like you know, time is a time is the greatest healer. But yeah, it's just interesting. I think you know, um, everything is forgettable in the best way possible. You know, like obviously live for your memories and stuff, but it's like you know, it, it's 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 all forgettable, right? So yeah, I think just go out and don't don't die with your music still inside of you. You know, you don't want to be that guy who gets to like fucking eighty years old and saddled with uh with regrets it's like fuck that mate um all right i'll do one more and then i'll continue this list on another live stream um because i think we've been going for over an hour now so um anyway uh number 10 <coughs> the one doesn't exist all right so this was an uh, an epiphanova so before i got started with cold approach i would say 
I would describe myself just so we know what I'm all to- what I'm talking about. I would describe myself as as as, as pretty blue pill. I still believed in the in the Disneyfication, the happily ever after, the the one the one type of paradigm. You know, I think being involved with this process, having um, a multitude of experiences with a multiple uh, with a multitude of girls, I just really just getting skin in the game. You know, viewing the world as it is rather than as I would like it to be, it's allowed me to play the game more rationally. You know, like I was saying before, you don't want to be an emotional player, right? You want to you want to be rational with this shit. You don't want to get swept away in the ceaseless tides of emotion. But yeah, just realizing that, yeah, the one the one isn't a thing. Right? It might be geographical convenience. Like just because, you know, Joe and Sally have been married for 20 years, is she really the one? Or did you just so happen to be sat next to each other in like math class? You know, it's like there are plenty of people out there, but I do believe in the notion of soulmates. And that's what Cold Approach has really helped me realize. Like, I think there's something, there's something truly beautiful about Cold Approach that you don't get with any other discipline where it feels like something out of a Hollywood romance movie. You know, like girls have been brought up wanting to be swept off their feet by this, this Prince Charming archetype. And I think there's just something truly special and romantic about just really nailing that daytime call approach approach. Do you know what I mean? It's like when the stars align and you, 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 you meet that girl, you have that instantaneous cosmic connection. This is what I mean when I talk about soulmates. You know, I believe that there are women who have been put on this earth specifically for us. And it's our job to find these women very much like I use the YouTube algorithm to attract my people to join my tribe. I believe that God has planted women on this earth for me to find. It's almost like an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And it's like now I'm pretty ruthless when it comes to my cold approaches. I'm pretty ruthless when it comes to my relationships with the feminine. It's like if I don't believe that girl to be my girl, I'm not I'm not entertaining it. Like I'm just not wasting my time. Like don't don't be wasting your time on women who don't value you, right? Again, go where you're valued. Entertain the women who really want you. Yeah. Like pay attention to the women who want you. I've got a video titled that, so you can watch that if you want to, but pay pay attention to the women who want you. Like when I look back on my life, I look back at the best relationships that I've had. The best relationships have been where the girl has made it super easy for me. I don't mean like easy as in like easy, but like I've had relationships in the past where it's felt competitive rather than collaborative. I felt as though like I still need to like, I still need to like game this girl that I'm in a relationship, in a relationship with. And it's like the best relationships are the ones where it's just been easy. It's just been effortless. Like, you know, she's been the one to, to, to be super invested, you know, messaging me, like planning things, just like, you know, sending like, just like simple shit, just like sending voice messages before I go to sleep, just like a two minute voice message being like, hi, you know, I hope you had a good day. Like I'm you know thinking about you, like looking forward to like seeing each other, like, just like that sort of shit, right? Like, like men want that. I don't care what any guy says. Like men want that. Men want to feel wanted, right? Men want to feel, um, men want to feel love right? Like, we actually do want to feel love, right? And all this, like, bravado that gets spurted out online by these red pill manosphere commentators, it's like, you know, we just want to, you know, when you do strip it all back, most men are frustrated because they currently lack love from the feminine. Like, love is the greatest currency. Love is the greatest emotion. Love conquers every fucking thing. When you find that girl who just gets you, who understands you, who's like, you feel as though you've you've known each other before. It's like Romeo and Juliet, like fucking star-crossed lovers, right? It's like, when you have those cosmic connections with beautiful girls, it's like, I don't know, it's just something that hits just so much deeper than that. Like, imagine a world where women didn't exist. Imagine that world. Like, that world would be worthless to me. Like without without women, there is there is nothing. 
right? Without women, there is no, there is no great art. There are no, there are no like Olympics. There are no athletes. There are no, you know, works of 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 great significance. It's like women are the ultimate muse. And I think this process allows you to actually find your people. You know, like polarizing the world, finding your people, just saying, yeah, this is me. This is what I like. Take it or leave it. Um, but yeah, this notion of like the one that's been completely capitulated through cold approach, but in a good way. Yeah, I'm no longer naive to the world. I understand the world is, is motivated by self-interest. Everyone just wants the best deal for themselves. We can't really blame any anybody for, for doing anything because it's like if we were them, we would do exactly the same thing. I got that from how we friends and influence people. Um, and understanding and recognizing, like Torero used to tell me, not personally, but no, whatever, um, like game is amoral. Yeah, there's no point in getting upset if a girl ditches you for another guy. There's no point in getting upset if a girl ghosts you. There's no point in getting upset if a girl um, stops messaging you after your first date. There's no point in getting upset. Like she's just act operating for her best interest. She just wants the best deal for herself and the best deal for her future children, her children's future children. Like everyone's just everyone's just operating. We all just want the best deal for ourselves. We can't really crit criticize anybody for doing anything. We, we're just we're just operating for an audience of one, right? We are animals responding to incentives. That's basically it. So I think we can't really criticize anybody for doing anything. So if we were them, we would do exactly the same thing as well. And understanding that hypergamy is a thing, but you know, it's it's amoral. Yeah, all is fair in love and war. We always want the best deal for ourselves. And I think that's just an important one. I'll end on that one because I think that's important. Um, just try not to take things too fucking personally as well. You know, like I'm not look, I'm not fucking Buddha. I'm not perfect with any of this shit. I'm not being like, yeah, you know, I figured it all out. Like, you know whatever. I'm, I'm still learning. I like to view this as, as learning out loud. And I like to use uh, the, the internet as, as a way to uh, expostulate and immortalize my current viewpoints in a piece of content and in a piece of art. So hopefully it inspires you uh, to live a life beyond the beige, to go out there, chase the dragons um, and yeah, just, just enjoy yourself. You know, I think that's what it's about ultimately. Um, just enjoying ourselves, um, enjoying our hour upon the stage, not getting too carried away uh, in either emotion or in any emotion and just maintaining that level of homeostasis. Um, we've got 48 people watching now. I think that's, um, that's a good amount. I think that's a good, uh, to end this on, like if you want me to, to continue the list, uh, like the live stream, because I've got like another 13 points I think this has probably been my most valuable live stream. I feel like we've gone super hard on this. Um, but yeah, if you want me to continue the list on a separate live stream, um, like the stream, maybe leave a comment as well. Just be like, yeah, continue the stream, bro. Um, I love Salmon and I want to keep hearing your melodic, mellifluous voice. Um, yeah, just just like the stream, uh, comment. You can DM me as well on Instagram. Uh, that, that's a thing now. Uh, but no, you can DM me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at Christian Magician. Uh, if you want to send some love my way, uh, just DM me. Or if you've got any topics you'd like me to hear uh, discuss, at Christian Magician on Instagram. DM me, connect with me. Um, uh, yeah, if 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 that uh, is is useful to you, that's fucking cool. Um, but no, I think this has been a a good live stream. I need to go out because I need to go buy a phone charger because I pulled my phone charger out of the plug socket <laughs> and the whole thing just capitulated like confetti. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so that's that's a sign from God. I'm probably going to meet someone really cool on my way to go get the phone charger. So yeah, something's going to happen. Some, something is going to happen on my way to Argos. <laughs> um, and I'll let you know what happened on the, on the next live stream. But no, um, Give the live stream a like. Uh, if you've watched this uh, from the start, if you've been here uh, all the way through, then I appreciate you. Um, like the live stream if you want me to continue with this list. Um, I love all of yous. Um, stay fucking sexy. I'm rocking.
like a rocking horse. I think most people think I'm drunk when I do these live streams. <laughs> I'm not, bro. This is just a uh, high on the euphoria of life. Um, but yeah, I didn't even play that game. Uh, Coconut Crack. Fucking OG game, man. Anyway, uh, King Kong beat my chest. Fucking love you. Um, I'll speak to you again soon. Don't forget to like the live stream as well. Like it, like it, like it.